up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it all? One, two, three, four. Talking gas right here on the blowtorch that is 950 KJR. Welcome you in. Mighty 95. Yeah, listening What did we come up with yesterday? We came up with a bunch of names. The sports animal. The sports animal here. I've always wanted to be the sports animal. The sports Mm. animal. I just always wanted our station to have a really cool name. I was that we were the fan in Portland. Mm-hmm. We're nothing here. We're just it's this nine fifty K Jar. That's fine. We're legacy. We're legend. I think the sports animal. I know there's several of them. Yeah. The main one, the the legendary one, is WWL. I believe in Cincinnati. Is the sports? Are they animal. the sports animal now? The sports animal in Cincinnati. That's not WWL. I thought WWL was New Orleans. But yeah, uh, I know which one you mean. In, yeah, in, in, right. in WLW. Is what you're thinking in Cincy, yeah, 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 that's the Cincy. The sports animal, yeah, you know the the uh, the Breakfast Club. That's where I heard. I was about nine years old, and I heard a very, very, very young Al Michaels do a season of Cincinnati Reds baseball. Nice. Remember that Al Michaels? You think Al Michaels would let Joey Votto into Canada? Oh yeah, Al have no. (laughs) Al's got no beef with anybody. Al's just trying to. uh, uh, you know the the better question with Al, who I think is is you know, pretty good at his job and still yeah. certainly on his game and everything. What motivates guys like that? This business seems to really attract guys that just don't want to stop working, and I'm oh, fine with that. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. They just they'll they'll work into their seventies. I mean, what is Al Michaels? Al's got to be seventy four, seventy five, right? And so, he's made a plenty of money in can, his lifetime. He, he, he could, could walk away. He could get up. He, here's what your life could be if you're Al Michaels. You could get up seventy three. Get up every day, go play golf more or less anywhere you want in the L.A. area. Get a ticket to any... You could call Las Vegas. Are Vegas and Winnipeg playing in Vegas tonight? Is that in Vegas? Because if it is, you could call Las Vegas, have your agent call Vegas and say, I'd like to, because he's a big hockey fan, I'd like to go to the big old hockey uh, match tonight. Can you get me some decent tickets? I think I mean, they, they stay in it because they love it. I, I, and, and they certain, just love it. They just have to stay busy, maybe. It's just kind of fun. I mean, he gets yeah. to sit there and call the biggest game of the yeah. week in the NFL. I mean, I, I have no doubt awesome. if we were blessed with Dave Niehaus's presence still, he'd still be working. Oh, of course he would. Dave used yeah. to say, I, I just want to. Yeah. Now, there's other, like, then there's the Rondo side of the equation. Bob, who could have worked, I mean, they wanted him to keep working. Right. Could have worked as long as he wanted to say, you know what, I want to go fish and travel and spend well, time with my grandkids. And, and Listen, the legal troubles, too, with Bob. The, le- <laughs> the legalities of it all I mean, with Bob. Finally, Bob's shady other life finally caught up I don't up want to it. get into the Emerald Downs and the rigging and things like that. But again, you know, it's, it's for another show, another time. Joe Withy on Saturday morning can tackle that. <laughs> Joe, good luck with that. We'll get you some investigative reports. But it's interesting. You mentioned Al Michaels guy. I think, God, I was nine years old. And listening to him, yeah, he was good. You could tell. He's like, this is a guy. He, he, One of the best. Yeah, very, very, very good. So. Uh, it is a, a week a damn show. Like every Friday, it's a it's a it's a Georgetown beer Friday. All right, it's a People's Court Friday. Yeah, is Puck a Schmuck Friday? Wow. Uh, so we got everything going on today. It's a, we're going to introduce a, a douchebag of the day later in the program. I could have sworn we were going to do that yesterday. Did we pushed. get off track again? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it happens yeah. to us. Of course. They're, How'd the rest of the big hockey party go over at the well, Angry we had a, Beaver we had a, last We night. had a hockey party last night at the at the Angry Beaver, and we'll get to that. Let me just quickly say, because it is a Georgetown Beer Friday. Yes, sir. Give me give me one minute on this. I just got a text from our good friend Matt over at Georgetown. Mm-hmm. Uh, last Saturday's event at the oh, Nickerson Street Saloon. We weird. were there. We're Friday, we promoted uh, their event on Saturday. They're wonderful 
a release of Bob's Brown Ale that raises a bunch of money uh, for Georgetown for the Ronald McDonald House, which puts up families with children battling uh, cancer and other diseases that have to stay at the Seattle Children's Hospital from out of state or you know from Eastern Washington. Mm-hmm. They put up families for thirty dollars a night. Uh, they set a new record for money raised on Saturday, $25,000 on just that one day, Saturday at the Nickerson Street Saloon. Now, this keeps going on, obviously, right. as they have Bob's Brown Ale in all the bars and then at the brewery as well. So you can still go purchase Bob's at bars or even go down to the brewery. If you need some beer for the weekend, I suggest go down to, to Georgetown Brewery, uh, get some growlers there of uh, Bob's Brown Ale, but a new record that they set, $25,000 on Saturday. So if anyone that came out, thank you so much. Uh, for coming out, we played. If we played a little bit small part in getting oh, some yeah. more people to come out That's there, fantastic. more money, uh, we are we're thrilled. At, at, a, at a place I love, but at a, just one little small bar in yeah. one little corner of the world, raise that much money. One little beer. Yeah. How do they raise the money? Is it just all beer? Is it donations or is it beer Dona- sales? Donations, beer. Combination of both? Yeah, the, the live auction items. All right, that's right, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, that 25000 in an afternoon at a, at, a, at a pub, at a bar, at a town. Drinking that's beer. A, that's amazing. That's great. So hats off to those guys at Georgetown and then also um, at everyone with uh, the Nickerson great. Street Saloon. Vanessa also at the Ronald McDonald House. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where I was getting off track. Oh, so the Angry Beaver last night. Yeah. So we had a station party, and Slickock was right. I can't remember the last time the entire group here. That was nice. Because no one likes each other here. Right. We pretend on the air to like everyone. That's right. But, uh, you know, behind the scenes, it's anarchy. Yeah. We're fighting. Yeah. It's, it's a, lot of, a lot of cold shoulders. Oh, very, a lot, you know, of, a lot of negative lot of stiff vibes. arms. Yeah. We're jealous of everyone. But we got together last night at the Angry Beaver to watch a little playoff hockey. Mm-hmm. And I was stunned that I had to sit next to Ian Furness and explain the whole game to him. Yeah, All night long, I'm it, telling it, him it, what they're trying to do. His Canadian thing is an act. It's an amazing act. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> He's actually from Topeka. I'm like, listen, Ian, I mean, the power play goal right here. I mean, this is obviously what they're going to do. The cross check here with the defender. <laughs> listen to you. <laughs> obviously. Ian, geez, everybody knows that. I learned one thing about watching hockey with a huge... Hey, the uh, I have I live like a mile from that place. Mm-hmm. I uh, I used to live in Greenwood. Yeah. I remember I can't remember the name of the bar before it was Angry Beaver. You know, it was usually just like a neighborhood you know yeah. pub. Yeah. And they flipped it. I don't know how many years ago. I want to say it's five years ago. And, Maybe and they, it's they, long. They went through the whole gas line explosion too. There, yeah. they were dramatically yeah. Oh, God, impacted yeah. by that. Across the street was where. Um, Boy, I used to get my haircut across the street there. Mm-hmm. They, uh, Mr. Euro used to be there. It's so you haven't found a new place for the haircut yet? Uh, no, that's why it's long. <laughs> <laughs> it's been five years and it's just stayed there. I don't know why I'm tickling myself. <laughs> I'm just going to be launching little attacks on you all day that's for all no good. real reason. It's all good. Um, I think it was like five years ago they flipped it to kind of a mm-hmm. you know a hockey bar. Yeah. And I don't remember, like, early on when they did it, there wasn't, you know, too much activity. Now the place is out of control. It might have been but, more than five years. I remember when I was still working, yeah. they did, a, they did a, like, a hockey roundtable. Yeah, maybe I was, it was longer than I'll that. never forget this. I had a guy corner me that night and go... At the hockey roundtable? Yeah, yeah. And, and I was saying, look, I want the NHL here. This is like seven years ago. Okay, I want so the NHL won't. here, but we got to build a building. Without a building, the NHL yeah. isn't coming. And this guy, that comes up to me afterwards, and he Dutch uncles me right back into a corner. Dutch. Guess, <laughs> guess, there's a building getting built. I know. I know the guy's doing it. There's going to be a building built in a year. You'll see. Oh. You'll see. And I'm Is like, this in Tukwila? Uh, yeah, I don't know where it was allegedly going to be, but the it one still that Jeff Baker was promoting. For it hasn't years. happened. But anyway, so the party was good. The party was great. So we were at the Angry Beaver. There was a ton of. Fam- I mean, I was place was packed. Yeah, and people were into it. And uh, there was, you know, there was like one table that was rooting for Tampa. Mm-hmm. 
then I would assume, I don't, just gauging from my perspective, mm-hmm. I, you were there. I mean, Neil was there. The Feltie later was there as yeah, well. Yeah. It felt like everybody in the bar was going for the Capitals. Yeah, well, the one table. Except for one table is rooting for Tampa Bay. And that's a lot of people who want to keep their job with yeah. NHL Seattle. Yeah, 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 right. So <laughs> they were very, in, I tell you, that table that was Tampa Bay, you, first of all, could not talk to them oh, during no. the action. No, forget They it. didn't want to hear from you at all. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? I'm watching yeah. the game. Leave me alone. Okay. Yeah. It was, you know, and I get that's fine. But uh, it was fun. It's a great spot if you want a place. If you're new to the area, you want a place to watch hockey uh, during the playoffs, Stanley Cup. I'd go mm-hmm. Angry Beaver and Greenwood. Yeah. Great spot. They've been, they've been great. And it was a, it was a fun night. And it was really a, fun. And Tampa Bay off the mat now. The yeah. Capitals are having a typical Washington Capitals postseason, except they're still alive. Normally by now they've found a way to get eliminated. Yeah. Here, here they're, they lose the first two games of the postseason at home to Columbus. They're done. Now They come back and win. Then they, they finally get Pittsburgh. They're nemesis. They're able to get them in six. Now they go down to Tampa, win two in a row. Everybody's like, unbelievable, we're going to the finals. And they come home and totally yeah. blow a two-game lead. So you you left, not not say fairly early, but you, you had yeah. things to do. You had an a, hour had, in, you had to go. I had other engagements. You, I was, had, you had a better, better party to go. I had a go better to. offer. That's fine. Night. Yeah, that's I right. do that all the time. That's right. I got to yeah. go. I have a better offer, and yeah. I got to go. That's but, right. But you, at least you said goodbye. I usually go, I'm going to use the bathroom, and then mm-hmm. I slip out the bathroom. Yeah. Because I don't like to do the whole handshake thing. You don't like saying goodbye. No, you, I don't. You ghost people. Yeah, i got to yeah. get out. You tell them you're going there, or do you just I, leave? I just leave. Yeah, that's right. Because then you get caught. Right. And yeah. I don't like getting caught. Yeah, I worked with a guy who was like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. To so this day, still. Here's Often the... when the check arrives. <laughs> it's a veteran move. Yeah. Now, you tell me if this is alarming. So, as the game got over, everyone get kind of thinned out mm-hmm. once the game got over, mm-hmm. which is natural. Now, I live a mile away, but I had a babysitter until until 8 o'clock. So mm-hmm. I was 8 o'clock sharp. I needed to bolt. I needed right. to get out of there. Yeah. My wife was at another event. She was at the SIF opening. So that, okay, I, yeah, I right. need to get home. That's probably too much information. Is it a problem? And I wanted to bring this up to Purple Sheet, that when I was leaving and everyone had left, the three remaining people and Ian that were still there were Chuck, Buck, and Slickhawk. No, that's not a surprise. And I'm like... You guys have got to get up in like two hours. Maybe you should leave and go home. I mean, our morning show shouldn't be out this late. Yeah, Chuck's cool demeanor masks a yeah. huge substance abuse issue. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I'm like, this is going to be a hell of a morning show tomorrow. I mean, yeah. you guys you guys just should have been the first ones out of here. Well, you think about their bonding. They're still in their That's bonding. True. They don't know each other all that well. That's true. They, they got a bond. They, they got were a, you know. snuggling over in the corner. It was it was cute. Yeah, that's nice. I tell you, the the person I wanted you to do this for the the, the daily poll question. That's fine. Uh-huh. But um, softy, I um I'm going to apologize right now to our listeners at three o'clock. Yeah. If softy doesn't sound normal at three o'clock today. Yeah. If he doesn't come in today, if he is sounds hungover, you can blame me, because the second he got off the air yesterday, I bought him and Dick Fain shots of Jim Beam, <laughs> and I mean. Not just a, a regular shot that you get at some random bar. This was a four-finger pour of Jim Beam shot. You're buying Sophie a shot. That's pretty sure he doesn't ever drink whiskey. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm accurate in saying it ruined the rest of his night. How'd he get home? Uh, I think someone took him home or he took a car home. I yeah. it, it, He was a mess. An <laughs> absolute mess. Well, that's good. Uh, That's good, and you well, contributed. And I, well, I think I put him down the path. Here we are. That led him to that. Trying to make a nice impression, and you got softy drinking whiskey. At, yeah. at, at, that's well, that's good. what we should do. Uh, Mark Tashere, former teammate of Robinson Cano, had some interesting things to say about Robbie Cano. Uh, you're going to hear that coming up next.
Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Gas, as you know, it is a free movie Friday program with Adam Tickets. It's back. Your chance at free movie tickets. You text them now, right now. Text them now, right now. Text Boots to Adam, A-T-O-M-1, for your chance to win. The Adam Tickets app, where you can browse movie titles, buy tickets, invite friends, pre-order concessions, all from your phone and skip the lines. What's opening up today, Jackson? You're usually kind of a, a movie guy. What's opening up? Is it Deadpool 2 I, opening up today? I'm Cross wondering. Theaters? Yeah. Okay. Let me quickly check. All right. You know what I watched last week for the first time? The Post. You ever see The Post? I have not seen The Post. I want to see that. Thumbs up. You'd like it. Yeah, yeah, you would. Yeah, I don't know how I haven't seen that yet. That's something I would enjoy usually. Uh, Also, uh, you've heard of Jerry Depoto? Yes. Jerry Depoto is going to join Softy and Fane later this afternoon. How about that? Five o'clock as the Softy Bar Tour pub crawl continues. Angry Beavers last night. They will be at Jimmy's on first. Uh, tonight, that's nice. So swing on by, Softy will buy you probably a snake bite, and uh, maybe some Jim Beam. <laughs> he's, bite. I think he's become a big uh, Jim Beam fan. That's what Softy's going to do: is buy people snake bites. <laughs> hey Jerry, would you like us? Jerry might actually. I don't know if Jerry's a drinking man, but right. if he is, he might like a, a snake bite your, because your former co-host was a huge fan of a snake bite. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, I don't know Ali- anybody who's Elise, ever Elise Woodward loved herself a snake bite. Whoever's had a snake bite that didn't like it, they're, yeah, they're, they're, good. They're, it's good for you. It's nutritious. So five o'clock uh, tonight, uh, Jerry Depoto, Mariners GM, sits down with Softy and Fane. Live from uh, the uh, from Jimmy's on first. Hey Jerry, if you're listening, try the quesadilla. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I I swear you will not find a better quesadilla I'm, I'm, in Seattle than a Jimmy's on first. I bet he's had it. It's so good. He works across the street. He's got to be over there occasionally. Well, but he's a fitness. He can't freak. eat at Holy it. Smokes barbecue every single day. Gas. Yeah, he's not us. I mean, he's, yeah. he's a. This guy is like a marathon runner. Yeah, he may um, he may fall off the the bandwagon. Start eating now. <laughs> what can he say? I mean, there's obviously other things than Cano to talk about. But what can he say? It's not you know. You can't know. blame them. No, you know, what's these boys running around? You know, behind this guy all the time, seeing what's going on. I mean, it's it's. Uh, oh, yeah, no, yeah. I don't. I don't think there's any. I don't know what the team can do. I mean, there's there's. I'm not punishing the team for right, it right. It's not their they're, fault. They're they're on the hook, man, yeah. for 140 million dollars and paying that guy until he's 40 years old. Mm-hmm. I think the interesting development in this whole this whole Cano fiasco is now, oh boy, they just out of the woodwork, man. Everyone is now coming out, and uh, his former team. It's pretty amazing. And even even Brian Cashman, the GM, has hinted at this. Well, this is kind of there was some rumblings about this a long time ago. What does that tell you? Because there's a couple of things we could think here. Sure. A he must not have been very popular among his former teammates. Otherwise, oh. he'd be like, "Yeah, hey, I don't need to get into this. Why do I need?" Or, or they must have known a lot about what was going on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm not so I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why because he seemed to be always kind of a popular guy. Yeah. At least that was always my impression from, you know, a thousand miles away of, of his time in New York that he was very popular. He's been popular here. I haven't heard any teammates ever say anything yeah. bad about him and I, I you know, the times I've been down there or or been around him at spring training has been great. I mean, you know, maybe leaving New York. I I, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of why True. That would, could be it. Why would guys go out of their way? Because you don't have, even if you know something, you don't have to say any. You know, no. you don't have to say anything publicly. It's like whatever the dude's got. He's hey, he's sure. cost himself twelve million bucks, and he may have blown the whole season for his team. I don't need to pile. Why are these guys piling on? I Maybe guess it's be that. my question. Maybe it's that. Hey, we were we're bothered that you left. Why'd you leave us? 
We yeah. offered. I know they now he got more money to obviously come here. Yeah. But it's not like I think they offered like 180. And they've done fine. Yeah, they're yeah. Of course they've done fine. I mean, even like you know, you talk about like fans being bothered, but even like when A Rod left here. Yeah. And then when ultimately he got involved in this, I don't remember anybody from the Mariners saying, "Yeah, we knew about that back then." We should, you know, it's like know. it feels like these guys are piling on a little bit. Well, the, so so Cashman kind of hinted at it the other day, and the latest now is Mark Teixeira, his uh, his former teammate. He was on the uh, the Michael K show in mm-hmm. ESPN in New York City, and had this to say about Cano: A, are you surprised? B, can you ever eliminate anybody and say they definitely didn't do it? Uh, not surprised, and B, I mean, I hope you can. Um, you know, I, I can I can look everybody in the eye and say I never did anything, and I, I probably have a few teammates that I played with that I was really close with that they never did anything. But uh, like everyone's been saying, Michael, you, you just don't really know. Now, when you say you're not surprised, did you suspect it with him? <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't really want to get into too much detail, Michael. I love Robbie, uh, I mean, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just not surprised. I don't really want to go too much further, uh, but I think a lot of people are, are kind of saying the same thing. And um, Cash kind of he had to catch himself in an interview uh, a couple of days ago. But um, yeah, I mean, just not surprised. I love him. I know, but yeah. I'm not. I, that, I don't know. I mean, maybe the guy just wants to be honest. We always go nuts in this business, and we feel like nobody's ever being honest with us. Maybe the guy just wants to be honest, but that that feels like he's. I don't know. Well, I don't want my favorite part about the whole thing is I, I you know, Michael, I, uh, I don't want to get into it. Yeah. You know, I, it's, it's not my business, but, uh, let me tell you all the reasons yeah. why I think he did it. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised by it. And here's, here are the reasons why he did it. Um, he went on to say, uh, did to share, let's just, let's just use this situation here. And this is the part we didn't have this part. Robbie Cano's assistant was on the list for biogenesis. Referring to, of course, the, mm-hmm. the clinic of the center of uh, MLB's 2013 PED scandal. Now, of course, he had an assistant, you know, buy stuff for him. Alex Rodriguez got popped by Biogenesis, uh, and former Yankees outfielder Melky Cabrera got popped. They were all best friends. When someone gets lumped into that group, it's because there's evidence. There's a paper trail. There's a smoke trail. So, I mean, I love Mark to share it, and I do like the fact that he's being honest, but I mm-hmm. love what, I love when a guy goes, you know, I don't want to get into it, mm-hmm. but then I'm going to just then air out my here's former what I, here's, teammate, yeah. and here you go. Here's he, everything I know. Yeah, and he just did that. And then, of course, yeah. well, you know, I didn't do it. Well, how do I know? I don't yeah. know if Mark Teixeira didn't do steroids. Who, who knows that? Right, because you could, you could do the same interview, and Teixeira could say, look, you know what? I'm just not surprised by much of anything anymore. Yeah. And leave it at that and just say, you know, it's been in the game. You're kind of naive anymore if you're surprised by this ever. I mean, this is yeah, it's yeah. in the game. We know that. It's and in it's all in, sports. And it's in every game. Right. It's in every single sport. So to say you're surprised is to say you're naive, yeah. but he could have just left it at that. He could have said, nah, you know, nothing really surprises me with this stuff anymore. And I, you know, I love Robbie and I sure hope the best for him. Yeah. But he cleared there is. Yeah, I, I, w- I guess I would wonder if, if we had, you know, to share across from me. Will you really love him? Because you, you really just aired him out there and you yeah. basically just called him guilty and, and then you listed that. You didn't want to get into it, but then you just list off every single situation. And then, you know, gas, I don't know if he has a drinking problem. <laughs> I don't want to talk about gas's drinking problem, but I was at the Angry Beaver last night and I watched him belly up to a bar and he had a, he had tequila, he had whiskey, he, he was doing shots off a girl's butt. I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to say anything, but. And he wasn't hitting on the waitresses. He was swinging at the bartenders. <laughs> I mean, he was just—he was a mess. Oh, uh, but yeah, but again, it's not my place to speak. I mean, that, that's yeah, what that was and, like. and and Cashman getting into it Cashman a little bit. Cashman hinted at it, and yeah. I think it was the, the New York Daily News or the Post 
he kind of danced around it about, hey, yeah, there was kind of some whispers. This is maybe why we didn't offer a huge deal. I don't know. I mean, it's... And here's the other thing. For fans, like for fans in Seattle, what's your reaction to this? Or, or you know, does I think it, this helps Cano here locally. It may, or it may just be, you know, there are people going, hey, you know what? Look, he did it. So what? He did it, and other people are going to say that. This is what he did to himself. All this reaction yeah. is on him because he chose to do this. I would ask this. I'll throw this out on the uh, on the Heritage Distilling text line. And, mm-hmm. and go visit uh, Heritage Distilling. They have a new taste room open up in Ballard. Is right there right? on, yeah, Market and 20th, I believe. I know right where that is. It's a brand new spanking building. It's about gorgeous. Uh, congratulations to Justin and the crew. Okay, just take Cano out of it for a second. Do, do fans care? I, I I think they do a little. Do they care that they, I, do fans care that athletes take performance enhancing drugs? Four nine four five one. Yes or no? Explain whatever. Do you mm-hmm. care at all if that athlete takes drugs? I don't think there's any way the fans, if there was a way to to gauge uh, passion about this, the the people who care about this the most are the media. We're the ones who, who tend to care about this for whatever reason. I don't think the fans are as you know. Again. It, it, the, but, the, the, there's, there's a huge percentage of fans that wonder, you know, what, what is the big deal here? Why, why, you know, so what? Of course guys are going to take things, whether it's illegal or not, they're going to do things to make their lives better. Some guys. Now we have, we have kind that. of a, we, we have a split personality in this business mm-hmm. because we are, we work in the media and I use, mm-hmm. I guess you use that loosely, but right. we're also fans. Well, yeah, I, mean, like I grew right, up. I, mean, right. I grew up being a Mariners fan. Right to an extent, that's how you, you know. You know, I guess there's the there's the person that gets into this because they love broadcasting. I loved broadcasting, but I loved sports. There you go. And the fact that I somehow found a way to do this is it's unbelievable. <laughs> it and, really and so is you're right, criminal so, that they pay us for this. And and I find myself the the for whatever reason, the more I'm around it, and the older I get, the less I care. I I, mm. I want to think the playing field is level, but again, I'm not naive, and and I I right. you know the whole idea that. You know, again, if if there, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of a performance enhancing drug besides caffeine that could make you a better radio host. You, you know, but I mean, if there was, if there was something that guaranteed that I could make more money doing, not guaranteed, but could could possibly allow me to make more money doing this and extend my career doing it, and it was illegal, but I was pretty sure I could get, you know, I'd, I'd kind of doped it all out to borrow a word, and I thought I could get away with it. I'm not going to sit here and say 100% I wouldn't do it. So you tell me I can I can make more money and extend my career, and you know the the health dangers it's it's split. Well, there think, is no evidence one way or the yeah, other. I mean, I guess that. at the I guess at the end of the day, what do, what do what do majority fans want? Well, they they want to win and they want to be entertained, mm-hmm. right? And and if and if taking a performance enhancing drug can help your team win mm-hmm. and then also entertain you at the same time. That I think people are willing then to turn turn an eye, right? Right, right. Go, go back to the you know the the chase with um, you know Sosa and McGuire and those guys. I mean, there's a lot of people that, you know back in the day that were in the media that had their suspicion that thought mm-hmm. these guys were on and and probably people in baseball. But what did America do? America got caught up in it. Yeah, this was this home run chase was out of control. It was coming on the heels of the World Series being canceled. It was only a couple of years later. Baseball put their arms around this because it got people back into the game. That's why baseball was looking the other way. They're like, yeah. look at this. Everybody's suddenly into baseball again. So one text that came in on the Heritage Distilling text line, I don't care if an athlete takes PED, but I do care if an athlete breaks the rules. So if they say no PED, athletes should not use them. If they mm-hmm. got rid of those rules, mm-hmm. I'd be in favor. So what yeah. this what the texts are saying is yeah. 
just say you can use you can use performance enhancing drugs. Right, okay. and and I get that. Look, I, there's a side of me too going, geez, it would be nice. I mean, look, let's think about let's, let's personalize this. Yeah. In uh, in 2001, uh, wasn't was Clemens on the Yankees in 2001? He was, wasn't he? He was on that that monster team that beat the M's. Sure, yeah. I think, so do we think he was on steroids in that series? And if so, do we think that helped <clears> him? You know, I mean, is there a chance that those that, that the M's yeah have lost games because the other team had more steroid users? Sure. Probably. I mean, I'm not sure. I, I don't you know. At least I, you can at least speculate and say, yeah, that right. probably he probably was, and it probably helped him. Yeah, I, I you know, again, I, I'm not sure. You and I kind of differ on this. I think it's more just an aid to recovery now. And does that make you a better player? Man, maybe it does. You, you kind of think that hey, it, it may directly lead to all these guys well, hitting the home that, runs I, and right I mean, I, Yeah, I think there's both to it. I mean, I think mm-hmm. there's, I think there's the, I think separating like steroids and hgh i mean I, just from what i've read and what i've seen you know mm-hmm. on, on on you know shows and documentaries that the hgh is more of the recovery than anything but you know i think steroids is, uses that as well but you know i can't get past um, i can't get past uh, brady uh, what's his name anderson, anderson? Yeah. when you know he goes from not being a guy who can hit a home run to hitting 50 home runs you know mm-hmm. the spike in bonds is you know year when he hit 71 i mean it's over 30 home runs or mm-hmm. uh, about 30 home runs so i mean i think it I think it helps you in both ways. I mean, I think it makes you. I think it makes you stronger. Whereas, does it does it allow you to actually hit the baseball? Well, no. I mean, you, you still got to have that. You skill. still have to have that skill. But what yeah. I think it does instead of that ball being caught on the warning track, I think it's going over. I think. I, I think instead yeah. of a pitcher hitting ninety five, mm-hmm. I think a pitcher's throwing ninety nine now. I think that could be a result of taking uh, steroids. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I can draw that direct line. Other than it does, it helps you recover. I have always wondered with the home run numbers how juiced was the ball. I'm not. I'm, I'm saying I think there were a lot of factors. I think baseball saw how excited everyone got by these home runs. All the all the teams had moved into tinier ballparks, with the exception of the M's. You know, you know, they're always smaller ballparks, and I think they made the ball live. I think they. I think. I think there were a lot of factors that created that weird little five year zone where suddenly home run numbers became meaningless. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are saying on the text line. I mean, sometimes you get kind of more of an honest take. Do not care if Major League play, uh, Baseball players uh, didn't care when Sosa McGuire did it save the sport after the strike. Another one. I don't care. Again, yeah. a majority of these. I don't care if, if players take it. Yeah. I care. But then there's another one. I care because it hurts the integrity of the game. It raises the question. Was it PED or, or natural supplement? Mm-hmm. Right. I would yeah. say that I have I have changed my kind of stance on this as, as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think probably, you know, Nine years ago, I, I would probably say I don't care. Yeah, but I I think is and I don't know this is just the maybe I got softer because being a parent. I think now being a parent, I probably care more. I think that completely changes your perspective on a lot of things. Yeah. You know, I would talk. You, you know, and we used to be even looser with profanity on this radio station, and then little, <laughs> and I would say stuff, and I I yeah, I love a good dirty word, and and yeah. people would get after me, and they'd say, you know, I got my kids in the car, and I would kind of go both ways. I'd go yeah, look. I'm not doing the show for your kids. By the same token, right. I try to have some empathy to go, well, now, sure. come on, I'm not a parent, but I can certainly yeah. see if, if things yeah, are like that. the show is not right. <laughs> the show's not good for this a nine, for eight, kids. nine, ten-year-old. That's what Disney Radio is yeah, there for, yeah. right? Um, someone says, again, yes, uh, some do care, especially when it comes to kids. When they right. look up to these ball players, having mm-hmm. explained to my 12-year-old son why one of his favorite players not playing and suspended was challenging to explain cheating. What did he do it for? Why is that? Mm-hmm. And that's the conversation I had the other day with with my nine year old, who was a yeah. huge baseball fan. She loves and she loves the Mariners. Mm-hmm. And you know, he explained to her about what happened to Cano. Well, what happened to him? I mean, 
he was caught cheating. Well, what did he do? Well, he used he used something he shouldn't have used. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. He can't use that, so he can't play anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, that sucks. Yeah, you know, and it's so it's. I mean, it's a, I guess it's a teachable moment. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that when you, I don't know, for me, I don't know about other people, for me becoming a parent has changed my outlook on this a little bit mm-hmm. because, and I'm coaching, of course, the red hot, undefeated hot lavas. Yeah. And, and still a no drug testing agreement within the Ballard T ball league, which, I, which raises a lot of questions for a lot of us following that. And league. I'm going to tell you with a couple of players that we have, uh-huh. we, 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 if we tested. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if we're, I'm not sure we passed. Yeah, positive for Lime, Mister Misty. <laughs> My second Mister so, Misty reference of the week. And so, you know, I think just looking at at the you know the, the nine or ten players that we have. I mean, mm-hmm. how would I explain to them? Hey, I don't care if if Robinson Cano uses performance enhancing drugs, right? But when you guys get older, you can't do it, right? I mean, I I, I think with four year olds, it's obviously different. With the nine year old, and it sounds like he does. You say, "Look, well, you're good." You know, and again, I, I'm not a parent, but I say, "Look, you're going to face choices in your life." And here, Robinson Cano faced a choice, and he chose to do this. And now, look at the. And I don't know if nine year olds understand all the ramifications yet of, of what has happened. Yeah. But I. But obviously, I think to your original point, a parent, when you're a parent, it changes your view on a lot of things like this, or at least it allows you to. Either expand or contract what you're thinking about. And something. I guess I, I've always called it like my my Mayberry stance, mm-hmm. where I always w- wish like I grew up in like in the 1950s on the you know the main street with the white picket fence. Yeah, right. You know that type of existence. You right, know, right. Where everyone left open their doors in mm-hmm. the summer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, I think, did you grow up in something like that in Indiana? I, why do I always envision anyone from Indiana grew up like that? A, a little, but not not my my okay. time. We were, you know, I mean. You know, come on. I'm Charlie so, Manson's from Indiana, for Pete's sake. Oh, you know? well, I didn't know that. Jesus. <laughs> I God, had a rough, yeah, a rough yeah, childhood. had a rough childhood. Uh, I just kind of, that I, I envision that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want yeah. sports to be that. Like, it's yeah. it's pure in that you, you're in the gym and you're working hard and it's it's everything Hulk Hogan said, but he didn't really mean. Right, exactly. exactly vitamins. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Lance out. Armstrong. I'm doing this. I don't yeah. know why everybody's out to get me. I'm doing it naturally, but, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. We'll take more texts on this one. And just a simple question, Heritage is stealing text line 49451. Uh, do you care at all? Do, do you care if these guys use uh, perform, uh, performance-enhancing drugs? Also, coming up 5 o'clock, just want to promote this again, Jerry DePoto, Mariners GM. Uh, we'll sit down with Softy and Fane live from Jimmy's on first. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Tony Softly. Oh, I'm sorry, Gas. I was just going to say, Tony Softly coming up at uh, the top of the hour. I'm excited for that. I was so going to ask you. Hard to jump on you. I, well, I'm giant. I am taking over the damn show yeah, well, like, a, like a mouthy good. son of a gun. Uh, but I'm on PEDs today, so I can't be responsible for it. Uh, in between buying shots for Softy, did you get a chance to put your eyeballs on the Marineros last night and watch them? Oh, and I got a report, too. Yeah? Remember what we um, we talked about this on the air. Remember uh, my rant yesterday, and then Fane jumped in, too? Because, really, we have a... I don't know if you know this. We have an epidemic in this country. We do. Which Excuse rant me. is this? We have an epidemic in this city uh-huh. about finding bartenders right, right. that can switch mm-hmm. a game over to a sporting event. Yeah. It is the single biggest... De- People think homeless is a big issue here. <laughs> People think the whether or not we should have a head tax. Yeah. People think the, the cost of living in Seattle is really the number one issue that Jenny Durkin is facing. Yeah. No. no. The number one issue facing Jenny Durkin and the Seattle City Council is, can we find bartenders 
who can actually change a channel on a TV to a sporting event. And then know so, where they're going. Like, say, okay, I know, know where, where that, you're going. Yeah, I know where that channel is. Know where the Mariners game is on the television that is above your bar that is playing sports. Yeah. Folks, uh, I am happy to inform. We we'd mentioned Bad Alberts. Mm-hmm, right. We had yeah. mentioned uh, uh, Fitzgeralds. So these mm-hmm. are just two spots in, yeah. in uh, Ballard. Uh, Buckley's doesn't have this problem up here. Yeah. Uh, we we discovered another one last night. Yeah. The Angry Beaver. Oh, they know what they're doing. They had no problem yeah, whatsoever. They and they're a hockey bar, but no problem finding a baseball game for you, right? We tested it out. The, yeah. uh, the, uh, the, the ginger uh, Russian mobster, also <laughs> known as Bucky Jacobson. Yes, right. He put it to test yesterday. Yeah, and asked the, him. Ho- the, yeah, the hockey game gets over. Bucky goes, let's see. Yeah. Let's bet a dollar. So I owe him a dollar. Yeah. I'm going to go up to him, and I'm going to be like, can you change it to the Mariners game? Yeah. If it takes more than 30 seconds to do, or he right. doesn't know how to do it, then you know, I'll owe you a dollar. Right. I'm in. Let's, right. let's bet. Let's bet on anything. Mm-hmm. Goes up there. Boom. Five seconds. It goes, oh, yeah, I'll get it. Boom. Right to, right to Root Sports. Yeah. And I gave the guy a hug. Nice. He said thank you. That's no idea. It's, it's good. It's glad to know that people. we still have people in this city that know yeah. how to change a TV to a sporting event. I believe... A, it is. It can be a problem. It's maddening when it happens. So it's maddening when you go into a place. I mean, my my favorite of all time. This is many years ago, but I went into a place. I said, "Can you put the Mariners game on?" I don't know if we get that. And I go, I'm, <laughs> I, "I go, I'm positive you do." Guaranteed. And, and and she she got the the remote and she's clicking yeah. around and she gets to a, and I'll, I'll never forget. I don't know why I remember this, but she got to a Twins Dodgers game. Is this it? And she goes, "There it is." And I go, "No, that's not that." Oh. Well, it's baseball, and she walks off. <laughs> I couldn't dispute that. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right you about that. You got a game on, you son of a bitch. I, I don't think it's as. I think it's a problem. I, I do think you're painting with a little bit of a wide brush because I do think there are a lot of places that kind of know what they're doing now. I think people are a little more savvy, but it's yeah. maddening when you go into a place, especially oh. a place that builds itself as a sports bar. If you're a sports bar, you better know what's oh, going on. How about any bar? No, look, I could see some any bars bar. where if they just have a TV and they go, I don't know, I'm not. Well, yeah, it. but why do you have a TV there? Yeah, I. I what are you going to watch other than sports? Hey. There's a. I won't name the place. Uh-huh. It's in Greenwood, right down the street. Uh-huh. That the, I w- I went in there one time. I'll never go in there again. Wow. And they had just opened up, and it, when I was living in Greenwood, it was there was nothing else there. The only bar there was the bar, the bar, uh, Barnoff and the Crosswalk, and those and they're <laughs> great the spots. Crosswalk. Great spots. Four finger pours. Mm-hmm. Great spot. But this new place came in right down the street, and I was super excited. I'm like, oh, this is great. Get in there. They got TVs on. Mm-hmm. Sit down there for a pint. I go, hey, would you? Uh, they got movies playing on. Mm-hmm. Old movies, no sound. I said, would you mind uh, switching that to the Mariners game? Mariners game's on. They're like, no. No. <laughs> I go, excuse me? They go, we don't show sports. We play old movies here. I'm like, well. I, I had just take one sip of beer. Mm-hmm. I chugged that beer in about mm-hmm. one second. I said, good day. But that's fine. Look, if that's what they're doing. Why deal do you is, have a t- who goes to a bar well, to watch old movies on their on your TV with no sound? Why old, would you do that? Old movie fans. <laughs> but I, I, there's I, no sound. Why say, would you go? Hattie's Hat is an amazing restaurant yeah. and bar, and yeah. they they show old movies all the time. Yeah, I think if that's your shtick, man, uh, I, yeah, I got exactly. no problem with that. If that's oh, what you're yeah, into, if that as a bar but is why, what you want to do, why? Okay, it, help me explain. Mm-hmm. So if th- this is a if this is a thing in Seattle, I love Hattie's Hat. It's not the bar mm-hmm. that I'm talking about. Why would someone go to a bar, mm-hmm. have a drink with friends, mm-hmm. 
to watch a TV with old movies with no sound. Well, they may not they may not be doing that. They may just be having a drink with friends and they occasionally glance up. But I mean, not everybody's locked into the TV. There's like I don't mind a bar. Why wouldn't you just have a sporting event on so you could peek up to see the game? Because some people aren't into sports. Some people aren't into Who's sports. Into watching old movies with people no sound. People that are old movies fans. Yeah, I, I know a bunch of people who go to Hattie's Hat, sit in the bar area, and just will watch the old movie and just they don't want to think about pe- oh, see people in Seattle. God. We when we walk people back and and guess mm. you're from India, you know this. We'll walk past each other. Won't say hello. Welcome yeah, right. to the Seattle Freeze. Right. People want to would rather watch oh, a movie than talk to their friends. My God. Put I, I'll these tell you people what. on one of those ferries that we have here and yeah. ship them out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> no, no, wait a minute. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm taking offense to that as a ferry rider. Um, <laughs> the the uh, like I'll tell you this. I don't mind a bar. I actually kind of like bars you go into where there's no TV. And if I specifically, okay, that's fine. Uh, okay. And, and I've seen bars that I really liked. That have added TVs. I'm going. You know what? They've ruined the vibe okay. here. It used to be really. You come in and I'm you sit down. Sure. And you... Okay, I'm pretty sure on this, and I I mm-hmm. agree with you. I think the Mecca, which I love, the Mecca is my mm-hmm. number one dive bar. Yeah, great in America. place. Great place. I believe. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't believe they have a TV. I don't know if they. I was just in there the other day. I'm I not don't sure. think they do. Yeah, or they didn't. And I haven't been. It's been. A, it's been a yeah. few. It's and that's few, fine. It's been a few hours since I've been there, but mm-hmm. I don't think they have a TV. There. You know what you're getting. Right, I'm just you know, sitting yeah. down. I'm having a I'm having mm-hmm. a, a, a stiff drink, and that's it. I'm just saying, if you're gonna have a TV in a bar, mm-hmm. why are we playing the Great Gatsby with the sound down? Yeah, a lot of people like the Great Gatsby. Oh. Hey, would you like an update on the poll question? Because it's it's something we haven't really talked much about the M's today, and this is uh, it's a good. But we're getting a lot of votes today. You can vote at Gasman Two Hundred Six. Your current feeling on the suddenly struggling M's? Okay. No doubt they're struggling. Yep. Puck's listing the record every day for us since Cano got popped. One and two. Uh, dirty Robbie. How would you vote? Beginning of the end, relax, they'll be fine, still not sure, or Jeff thinks this is dumb? And that's our friend yesterday who volleyed in Jesus. This is a dumb poll, so I thought I'd give him some love. Still not sure. That's how I'd vote. I'd, I'm not, not sure. sure. I, I haven't seen enough yet, but I'll tell you what, 57% of the electorate say it's the beginning of the end, and that's just years of being conditioned to how this team has performed. And I'll tell you what scares me more than anything. They they don't have an eighth-inning setup guy. All of a sudden, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not really all of a sudden, but I mean, Acasio can't get anybody out. Nick Mm -hmm. Vincent is worn out. This David Phelps injury in spring training is just looms large because he he would have been in there too. Uh, It's awful because uh, Nick Vincent, I think five of the last six days he's pitched, he just can't get anybody out. He's tired, and then Acasio can't get anybody out. Out of the three hundred one votes, about eight percent. So, right, or a little less than thirty people are the people you want next to you on a bumpy flight because they're like, oh, everything's fine. Relax, it's all going to be fine. And maybe they're right. The entire station. Had a uh, had an outing last night at the Angry Beaver. You know the one person that didn't show up? And he's going to be with us. Tony Softly. We're going to find out why he doesn't like us anymore next.